The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. And we'd like to welcome you to another edition of Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. And catch us out on the LI News Radio app. Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Board Association, serving Long Island school boards since 1959. I'm your host, Bob Vecchio. This week in our spotlight, we'd like to welcome back the Lindenhurst School District, home of the Bulldogs. And we're going to be talking about an interesting fundraiser that helps support a club in the school and ultimately helps support some students. And we're going to speak to a computer science teacher who kind of came up with this idea to, you know, well, clubs are always in need of money and there's always some good creative ways in doing this. And he tapped into some of his talents to help support his kids in his school. So we'd like to welcome Mr. Habibi to Spotlight on Long Island School. Mr. Habibi, welcome, and uh, kind of give us a little background about how long you've been an educator there in Lindenhurst, and and talk to us about this club before we get into this interesting fundraising idea you had. Thank you for the welcome. I appreciate being here. Uh, I've been teaching now for 12 years. This is my 12th year as a teacher. Uh, of all things, started out teaching mathematics, but I've always been a computer science person. I've been uh, I've been writing software since I was about 10 years old, to, just to give you kind of an idea where I am with that. And so I, I've been at Lindenhurst now for four years. This is my fourth year there at the high school. And I started teaching computer science. I picked up the club. And at first it was kind of a little bit like, oh, we have a computer club, great, wonderful. What do you want to do with the kids? I figure, oh, I don't know, I'll do a few things. And then I started thinking, in my spare time, I had picked up art as a hobby. I started doing oil painting, watercolor, all kinds of stuff. And at some point, I just, I have the type of brain where I like to put ideas together. So I said, well, what, what can I do? So it occurred to me that I could raise some money by basically selling some paintings. It solves two problems for me. It gets the paintings out of my house, so I get a little more space. That's one thing. Um, happy wife, then, happy you know, life on that front, for sure. Exactly, yeah. So, you know, my house is full of paintings. You can see them all behind me, you know. So so I can get rid of some artwork and also raise some money uh, for my students who have done a wonderful job with everything. Um, of all things, also, since I've been there now for four years, all of these seniors that, that we're looking at right now, they've been with me for four years. I've known them since they were, you know, cute little ninth graders. And now they're, uh, you know, wonderful, bright young people moving on into the world. And uh, I'd love to be able to, you know, do something special for them. That's basically the idea. So talk to us about what the computer club does as far as uh, what the main objectives are having the club and what are some of the needs that required you to raise some funds? So the big idea is to really give the students an opportunity to have something outside of regular class time where they can work on computer science projects, learn a little bit more outside of the curriculum beyond what they're doing in class, and uh, just kind of spread the ideas around and generate more interest in the computer science program. We have some students that join the club and then maybe the following year they take one of our classes. So we're getting kind of new students interested that way. And we like to do outreach. Every year we put up an auditorium display and we like to kind of spread the word around, you know, computer science and computer science education, 
get everybody fired up about it and energized because even though computer science is really an exciting, you know, new field everybody's really interested in, it could still stand to get some driving force behind it. So we like to be the the guys in the building that are, you know, generating the ideas and getting everybody thinking about it and talking about it. Great. So we're going to talk with some of the students because I'm interested in some of the computer science projects that the club takes on. And, you know, like you said, it's it's fairly new, but it's not really new, but it's ever changing. Right. And in this world of moving to more and more high tech, artificial intelligence, chat, GPT, cybersecurity issues. Listen, a club like this and computer science courses like this are in high demand and will be in higher demand going forward. So we're going to start off with uh, welcoming to Spotlight on Long Island Schools, a high school senior, Tyler. Tyler, welcome to the show and talk to me about how you first got involved with the Computer Science Club and what are some of the computer science projects that you guys tackle? Well, uh, so as for how I got involved first, it was, I honestly joined because like my friends were joining and that's honestly also why I got into computer science because I realized I like that. Very good. And what are some of the projects that you guys have taken on so far? As of recent, we've been working on the display in the, near the auditorium at the, at the school. So we've been making a thing for that. And we okay. have you guys dived the- into the area of like artificial intelligence and its impact on schoolwork? Not uh, really, but all, we, we've definitely looked at artificial intelligence quite a bit. Very good. I also want to welcome to the program another high school senior, and that is William. William, welcome to the show. And same question for you. What piqued your interest to get involved? You know, obviously, if you have some friends involved in the club, that's a pretty good way of saying, hey, join up. Let's hang out. We got something else to do. But what are some of the things that you guys do as part of this club as well that have helped expand your learning opportunities about computer science? Hello. Thank you for having me. Um, well, last year, what we did was we went to an elementary school to talk to the students about there about AI and give them just a general overview of like what it is, what it does, and like what it might be doing in the future. Just like a quick heads up, you know. This year, we've gotten involved with Girls Who Code, and so we've been working on doing challenge problems for little competitions they host. And and girls who could are just kind of expanding and giving exposure to to uh, attract some folks from the female side saying, hey, this is an area that you might want to explore computer sciences in the whole industry as well. Yeah, exactly. Girls Who Code looks to expand computer science to a broader audience and to really um, to really just help more minorities like gain access and make it more accessible in general. Great awareness there. I'm also going to welcome to the show, Anthony. He's also a high school senior. Anthony, welcome aboard. Now, Anthony, were you one of the friends recruiting folks to say, hey, let's join this club together and hang out? Or you had people recruiting you? Absolutely. Uh, In sixth grade, I learned about the computer club, not run by Mr. Habibi. Uh, It was definitely a lot different than the one he teaches today. It was more of a social hour in middle school, but Mr. Habibi makes it. It's a real experience in learning more about computer science. Uh, When I started, we were still in COVID, so we didn't get to do much physical stuff. We got to do this website called Yusako, which was pretty much, we got problems to, we got problems to do. We have to solve them using computers. Then you solve them faster so they can run in a reasonable amount of time. And the process to get there was amazing and figuring out how to actually get that through Mr. Habibi's advice. It was a great experience and from there, I invite more people like Tyler, Will, and it's it's been a great, great community to be in for computer science and everything, honestly. 
And when you were talking with the younger students about artificial intelligence, talk to me about where you see artificial intelligence playing a role. You know, a lot of people are afraid of it or or kind of resistant to it. I, I see it as great opportunity personally. Um, you know, it, it's any advancement in technology is going to have a bumpy road. But, you know, a lot of people are worried about chat GPT and open AI. But, you know, there's so many things that it kind of flips the way you have to learn, right? You have to learn how to ask a really good question to get some of that data then you have to editorialize that data because it might not be giving you accurate data because it might be out there or the data might be outdated. So talk to me about where you see AI playing a role in future learning for you and how the club may tackle it in the future. Oh yeah, AI is really interesting because right now it's it's still pretty good. Like you can get pretty solid results. Uh, programming has gotten a lot easier with the advent of AI since you can just ask it to explain some concepts and get a pretty good result. But the, the greatest part about AI is how it's, you know, getting better over time. And eventually, maybe we'll see it take over some jobs is maybe a bit worrying, but we'll, we'll, be, we'll be in a much better position by the time that happens. So yeah, I and, see, and I I'll see, see it more of a transfer of jobs, right? You know, like there's certain research jobs that might go away, but then you might have those researchers editorializing and, and auditing the work that's coming out of AI. So it might just be a transfer of, of positions as opposed to an elimination of positions. And that's that's where I think a lot of the fear comes in. We're going to speak with some of the young ladies that are part of this club. And I want to welcome uh, Rita to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. Rita, welcome aboard. And um, talk to me about how you got involved in the Computer Science Club. Hello. Thank you for having me. So I didn't realize there was a computer club at our school, and I didn't know how to find out what clubs our school offers. So I went to Mr. VB because I knew him through my older sister, and I was like, we should start a computer club. And then he told me that there already was a computer club, so I was like, okay, I'm definitely joining them. So then I joined the club, and I've been in it for since last year, so like two years. All right. When we come back from the break, we'll continue our conversation with Rita and also we'll introduce Veronica. You're listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio and out on the web at linewsradio.com. We'll be right back after this. like to welcome you back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. Again, catch us out on the LI News Radio app. And Spotlight on Long Island Schools brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island School Boards since 1959. And we're going to continue our conversation with the students from Lindenhurst High School and their computer science club. And we were speaking with Rita right before the break, and she kind of told us how her older sister got her involved in the club or or piqued her interest. And she told her teacher, Mr. Habibi, we should have a computer science club. And he's like, hey, we already have one. Why don't you join? So Rita... Talk to us about some of the things that you have done since you've joined this club. You know, we talked about, you know, some of the computer science projects and girls who could. What are some of the other things that uh, you have enjoyed participating in? I think the biggest one was Girls Who Code because it, as a girl myself, it brought attention to women in STEM and how we can get more girls from our school to participate in these classes. Not saying there's less girls in our classes than guys, but I feel like there could be a larger majority of girls. And we're currently working on how we can use AI in financial needs for people and like give them information and help them. And it was actually brought up today from Mr. Bibi and how like for... 
before Turnitin, something you usually use AI to like check your work and it's called Turnitin. And it started deeming an issue for like classes that were like people that were turning in their work. It was like red flagging stuff that wasn't like plagiarized. And they thought that that might be like a flaw in AI. So I thought that that could be our next project to tackle and fix that issue because students are being penalized for plagiarism when it's not actually plagiarism it's just a flaw in the ai so i think that's the next project but yeah i I think if you guys could fix that you might become very wealthy very fast i'll tell you that holy moly that that would be a big huge fix because that that is the big concern right plagiarism is your original content your original work and again it, it gets back to you know i harpen back to the old days where you would have to research either in in old-fashioned encyclopedias of books or whatever and you have to source it right and and make sure that what you're getting is in the context of the question that you're asking or the responsibilities of the project so most teachers know what their students true voice is with the written word so you know it's almost like the parent that did the science project for the kid you you know you know who worked on the volcano and who didn't right so and i just think it'd be messed up if like um students were penalized for plagiarism when they didn't actually plagiarize so i think that came up today and that could be a good next project for us to tackle well, I'll tell you what, if you do solve that, Mr. Habibi, you have to follow up with me and we do another show on that before all those kids become ultra millionaires, billionaires or whatever. OK, yeah, that would be that would be amazing. <laughs> and don't forget your computer science club advisor who helped you get there, too. And and he's been raising money to help support that. And we'll get back to that in a second. Want to welcome Veronica to the program. Veronica, you're also a high school senior. Talk to us about uh, some of the favorite aspects that you've had with being a part of this club. Hi, thank you for having me. I think a great aspect of this club is just connecting with other individuals who have the same passion. Personally, in 10th grade, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my future. And I was sitting in my first introductory um, computer class and Mr. Habibi came in and said, guys, join us after school. We're all meeting. And I thought that would be a great opportunity to just see what computer science is all about, see other people and meet new friends. And it's just been really fulfilling. All the projects we do, the new people, any like really nerdy conversations that we'll have. It's, it's really fulfilling being able to talk to people about these things. How many people are in the club, Veronica? A lot more than when I started. There were some meetings where like three people and then when I first started out. But now we have... I'd say around 10, give or take. And what is something as a high school senior after you graduate, what is one of the moments, if you had to capture a moment in time, usually something funny really happens or something like really, really cool. What is the moment in time that you will remember several years from now about being part of this computer science club? I love all the outreach programs that we do, such as decorating the auditorium display that was mentioned before, because the way we do it is kind of silly. We have to go inside the glass Uh, auditorium display and we set up all the information so it's just silly watching people walk past us and be bewildered that we're inside this display with a bunch of computers and technological stuff that's pretty cool pretty cool tyler back to you the original uh reason for the show was that mr habibi took his uh hobby of painting and turned it into a fundraiser so how have you guys been able to get the word out to help sell these paintings and you know how much has been raised so far? Well, there was, of course, the Instagram account that we've had, and we've been kind of just talking about that. But if I remember correctly, didn't we at one point spread it via a QR code at some point? Anthony, was that a thing that happened? 
Uh, it was it was just the Instagram page. Uh, it's okay. run by Veronica. It's it's been going pretty well. It's generated a few thousand dollars, which is amazing, incredible. Thank you, Mr. Habibi and Veronica. Wow. So Over- several thousand dollars. So if folks want to see Mr. Habibi's paintings, because I know we're on radio and you can't see, but he still has a lot of stuff to empty out of his house and and some really good quality stuff. What is the Instagram page to go to, Anthony? Uh, Instagram.com slash Lindy Computer Club, L-I-N-D-Y. Lindy Computer Club. And Veronica, you are responsible for maintaining that Instagram page. So how do you keep the content fresh and make sure that there's getting some traffic to that page? Well, me and Mr. Habibi both have all the information for it. So he'll do most of the posts and then I'll look through the DMs, make sure that uh, anyone who's DMing the page gets responded to and I just look at all the comments, see if there's anyone interested there and make sure that it's being updated regularly. All right. So search out Lindy Computer under Instagram and and hopefully that comes up. Is that correct? Lindy Computer Club. Lindy Computer Club. I'm going to have to check it out after we finish the show. William, how talented is Mr. Habibi as far as his paintings go? Because I could see a few. So let's let's critique him in front of him. Are they pretty cool? Are they okay? Would it be something you would spend money on? I think he's done some pretty amazing stuff. Like, I'll walk into class and I'll see the paintings he has lined up to that he's getting ready to sell. And I'm surprised that, like, half these aren't in a museum. Wow. That's that's some pretty high praise there, Mr. Habibi. Good for you. Tyler, what has it meant that your teacher would take the time to put his passion on on canvas there and then give the money to support the club? What what does that mean for you as a student when you have a teacher really kind of going above and beyond like that? It means a, a lot to have someone like that, because honestly, in today's world, there's not many too many teachers who actually try that hard. So it's just uh, very assuring. Right. And, and what have Anthony, what have the funds been used for to help support the club? Um, so far we haven't really done much with it. Uh, Mr. Habibi has a great plan for it where we all get scholarships. It's very nice, but we also are, is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're also getting a little bit of money from girls who code to invest in more outreach to girls who code. And I think that's, beautiful because i mean girls who code as an organization is amazing and being able to support them is amazing to like that i'm helping the society all right very quickly around the table with my high school seniors william uh what's next after you graduate from lindenhurst and how is this club to help you in your next steps well going forward into college i'm looking to major in computer science and probably philosophy as well get into a bit of like the ethics of like computer science and ai and stuff this computer club has helped me a lot it's really like um helped me find like new friends i wouldn't and like people i wouldn't have spoken to beforehand and it lets me work on like challenge problems and just like different projects together with other people so it's really helped me like work on coding with multiple people and like finding the necessary steps to like get things done. Great. Veronica, same question for you. You had alluded that this has helped you and what is your next steps after you graduate from Lindenhurst? I'm currently in the process of applying to many different colleges, but one thing's for sure that I am going to major in computer science. And I don't know the exact steps that I'm going to take, but I think that I'm probably going to do software development. That's where I'm leaning towards. All right, where the big money is, I got you. Tyler, same question for you. What's next after Lindenhurst? I'm applying in the process of like college application right now. 
In fact, I got accepted to UB uh, yesterday. I'm thinking of probably doing something along the lines of cybersecurity. That is a huge growing industry. All the best to you. Anthony, finish us out. What's next for you after Lindenhurst? Same thing, cybersecurity. I I think cybersecurity is a great field to be in. A uh, lot of interesting developments there, maybe with AI, maybe with uh, different uh, encryption, everything. Cybersecurity is interesting to me, and I can't wait to do that in the future. Same thing, I'm doing uh, applications. haven't gotten any responses yet, but I can't wait to go to somewhere great. All right. And Rita, we're going to come back to you when you break the code and figure out how to avoid plagiarism being unfairly targeted or being accurately charged with plagiarism, because then you'll be an ultra billionaire. Mr. Habibi, all the best to you and hats off. Job well done to the entire Lindenhurst team. You've been listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LA News Radio. Thanks for tuning in each and every week to hear about the amazing things that our kids are doing in our schools across Long Island. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.